Hey, Ross. Hi, Dad. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am splendid. Are you ready to know everything, though? Yes. All right, I'm going to put it all on a skateboard and slide it your way. Today, I want to talk to you about the greatest example of storytelling ever written. It says so much in so few words, you can picture everyone and everything that happens in it perfectly. A ton happens and it's got a great ending. It's totally inevitable when you think about it. It had to end this way. Yet every time I hear it, it still has the power to surprise me. Do you have any guesses what this story I'm talking about is? No, it sounds completely amazing. What is this story? It's called Skater Boy by Avril Lavigne, and it's actually a song. Oh, I know this song. He was a boy, she was a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? That's how Skater Boy starts. It's bold, it's brash, it's practically universal. Boy, girl, boom, setup. He was a punk, she did ballet. What more can I say? Ooh, so they're from opposite sides of the culture. Skateboarder versus ballerina. He wanted her, she'd never tell. Secretly, she wanted him as well. They're in love! And all of her friends stuck up their nose. They had a problem with his baggy clothes. It's forbidden love, Rasa. I don't know about you, but I am now completely hooked. Oh, yeah. He was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. He wasn't good enough for her. (gasps) They just got together, but they broke up so fast. The hidden love couldn't last. She had a pretty face, but her head was up in space. She needed to come back down to earth, Avril sings. Now that's called foreshadowing. She is not happy with what this girl is doing to this guy. And Avril is the song's narrator. And let me give you this tip. If you are a character in a story, do not upset the narrator. Because the narrator gets to say what happens next. True. Five years from now. That's how the next line starts. Five years from now. I love that leap. She is not lying around taking deep breaths, moping about what happened to this high school almost couple. She respects our time, the storyteller. She's jumping right to the next moment that really matters. Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. Five years from now, she sits at home feeding the baby. What? Ballet girl is a mom. She's all alone. She turns on TV, and guess who she sees? Skater Boy, rocking up MTV. Oh, my drama. She is at home, alone, with a baby, and he is now what? A rock star. Oh, wow. She calls up her friends. They already know, and they've all got tickets to see his show. We know what has to happen next. She tags along, stands in the crowd, looks up at the man that she 
turned down. Yes. And can you handle the power of this scene? It's instantly iconic. And I love the little wordplay. Looking up at the guy she turned down. Now it's time for a little interior development. A moment of reflection. He was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. He wasn't good enough for her. Yep, that happened. We were there. Now he's a superstar, slamming on his guitar. Does your pretty face see what he's worth? Ouch. But fair, she was the superficial one in the first place. And to drive it home, Avril actually repeats this whole sum up a second time. He was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. He wasn't good enough for her. Now he's a superstar, slamming on his guitar. Does your face see what he's worth? Now, I could talk for hours about how cool it is that narrator Avril leaps from the regular third-person description, he wasn't good enough for her, to a direct address to the girl. Does your pretty face see what he's worth? Do you see that little trick? Yeah. Just keep it in the back of your head. It's actually set up, and we've got to find out what happens next. Yes. Sorry, girl, but you missed out. Well, tough luck. That boy's mine now. We are more than just good friends. This is how the story ends. So she's still talking to the girl. And she's putting herself into the song. The narrator just entered the song. She is not just the narrator anymore. She is the skater boy's new... Girlfriend! Talking to his old flame. Massive twist. And now she's going to twist the knife. Too bad that you couldn't see. See that man that boy could be. There is more than meets the eye. I see the soul that is inside. Teaching a lesson the hard way. And even though she said that's how the story ends, she's still talking, isn't she? There's more. Wow. He's just a boy and I'm just a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? She's going back to the very beginning. But now the young couple in love is... The narrator and the rock star. We are in love. Haven't you heard how we rock each other's world? Amazing. Clever to the point of cruel. She's getting the gossip from the girl in the new relationship. And I always forget this until I hear it again. There's one more twist to come. What? I'm with the skater boy. I said, see you later, boy. I'll be backstage after the show. I'll be at the studio singing the song we wrote about a girl you used to know. That song that she's singing, it's in the song that she's singing. This is the song that appears in the song at the end of the song. Avril, the character, the narrator, the girlfriend, the rock star in her own right has taken over the story from every perspective. Wow. Wow is right. At this point, I'm done. I'm wasted. I need to lie down in bed. I need to have someone to bring me fluids, chicken soup. I don't know. I can't handle how far I've come, how far we've come since the beginning of this song, this story. More happens 
in three minutes and 24 seconds than in a lot of two-hour movies or 500-page books. Shift after shift, twist after twist. It's incredibly satisfying. Avril Lavigne, Skater Boy. Good song, even better story. Are you ready for today's poem? I'm ready for today's poem, yes. It's short, and it's about surfing. Surfer at Well Fleet by Miriam Levine. Where does he get the patience to wait through the twilight, rocking on his stomach in the break and surge, head to the side as if he were sleeping? It's freezing in the afterglow when he finally rises on his one long ride home. Wow, that's short, but it's a good poem. Why don't you read it, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Surfer at Wellfleet by Miriam Levine. Where does he get the patience to wait? Through the twilight. Rocking on his stomach in the break and surge. Head to the side as if he were sleeping. It's freezing in the afterglow when he finally rises on his one long ride home. What's the one long ride home you think she's talking about? The waves. Yeah. Have you seen surfers out in the ocean? Oh, yeah. What do they look like to you? Well, I'm sure they looked like different before, but now, after reading this poem, I just imagine them as if they're sleeping. There's something kind of sweet and still before the big burst of energy and action. Of course, you would know. You're a surfer yourself. I am a new surfer on the river surfing here we have in Missoula. And there's something beautiful and still and exciting about that, too. And then you get up, and it's the best feeling in the world. It's addictive. And I happen to know something that she may not be aware of. What? In wetsuits, even if it's really cold and rainy out, you're often perfectly warm and toasty inside. Last segment of the show. Do you have a vexing question for me? Yes. My vexing question is, where do pencils come from? I mean... I know they're made in a factory, but how? What are all those pieces and parts that make a pencil? Okay, I love it. I think a pencil's as simpler than pens, but they're probably actually newer. I wonder who invented it and how they thought to put it together, and even if that shape has always been the same way. I'll check it out and I'll let you know. Sound good? Sounds good. I'm back, and the history of pencils is amazing. In Old French, the word pencil means little tail. That's because the first pencils were actually very fine paintbrushes made from camel hair. They looked like little tails. 450 years ago, a great quantity of carbon in the form of graphite was found in rocks outside a community in England. This graphite was so pure and solid 
it could be sawed into sticks and used for writing. It doesn't contain any lead, but people still called it pencil lead because that's what it looked like to them. Not long after, more graphite was found in Italy, and inventors there started encasing it in wood. Their pencils were flat, almost like narrow popsicle sticks, whereas English pencils were cut to be square. Both ways took precious material and a lot of work. Pencils were fancy stuff. About 200 years ago, American pencil makers developed the hexagonal or octagonal shape that's round but grippy, familiar to us today. 50 years after that, inventors made pencil manufacturing machines. Now they cost much less and common people could use them every day. That's really interesting. I've heard people say there's no actual lead in our school pencils. Yeah, it's true. Pencils have never had lead in it, even though we call it pencil lead. Just like they're also not made from camel hair anymore, but they still have that name that means little tails. (laughs) Maybe we should make pencils with teeny little tails. You Must Know Everything is produced by me, Jeremy Smith and her, Rasa Smith, with awesome music by Furniture. Please rate, review, and share the show with friends. And please join us next time for everything you need to know. <laughs>